0: Hi, Judy. Hi, Ethan. That, that is our names.
1: My name is Juno.
0: No. Get it? No. <laughs> Gina. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: No.
0: Are you ready to podcast? No. Damn. Should we take a break?
1: No.
0: We'll be right back in one crack. How's your day going, Judy? How's your coffee? Coffee's good. How's your day going?
1: Good. How's yours?
0: Good? Good. You okay? Mm-hmm. You seem really like like this. Not your normal Hello. Welcome to our podcast. That's okay. Okay, so um, we are Misfits and Tidbits, a curiosity podcast where Junie researches something very interesting and tells you and I all about it.
1: Me,
0: you and me, I all about it.
1: You and my,
0: you and my, about all about, about it. Me, all about me. We talk about me, only me. Um, that's not a noise I've ever heard before. <laughs> I hope the mic picked that up.
1: Let's see. Looks like it's getting us a little bit.
0: Yeah. If you slow it down, there's a hidden message in there. I think you could do that on YouTube, right?
1: Poppy came out with a new song today.
0: What was that? I don't think the mic could hear you.
1: Poppy came out with a new song today.
0: Poppy came out with a new song today. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That's cool. What's it called?
1: I think it's called scared Scared to Die. I think it's called Scared to Die.
0: Scared to Die. It's a bummer.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a bummer of a song.
0: Sounds like it. Yeah. It's a pretty bummer of a title. It's good, though. I'll believe it when I hear it.
1: I believe it when I believe it.
0: That's true. True words have never been spoken. It's broken. It's broken.
1: So, my coffee today. <laughs> Who am I? Who am I doing? Who am I doing? <laughs> Al Pacino? Maybe. <laughs> There's There's no milk latte from two floors below us. They're local. <laughs> She's going to be so mad.
0: <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Who is it? Who we're talking about?
2: Al
1: Pacino. Nope. Al <laughs> Cappuccino. Al Cappuccino. Al Cappuccino. Al Cappuccino. Got it. Al Cappuccino. Oh, I want fettuccine.
0: Alfredo? Or Fernando? Roberto. Alejandro.
2: I love Lady Gaga.
0: Sergio.
1: I know. Yeah. That's where I was going. I thought that's where he was too.
0: I want Fettuccini Sergio. I want... Can't afford me.
1: Fettuccine <laughs> alla a la Sergio.
0: A Sergio. Which means... Who's a la?
1: Topped with Sergio. I'd be topped by Sergio. <laughs>
0: No, I don't want them, I don't want it topped, with Sergio. I want it like all mixed together. I want the I don't want those them flavors to be swimming for a while.
2: I'll mix in with you any day.
0: No, not with me, but with my fettuccine. Got
1: it. He wants you inside want of him. That.
0: Yeah. Well, eventually. Eventually. do
1: you mean to eat you? But then yeah. I'll be out of
0: you later. Yeah. In the toilet. Pass. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you are going to be passed. Yeah,
0: I'm going to pass. You're going to pass through all of my.
1: Wonderful, beautiful intestines.
0: Intestines. Speaking of intestines, our foster dog, Lark, has been farting up a storm today and they are, they'll clear, they'll clear a ballroom.
1: I straight up thought that it was like something dead or a skunk or something. We live on the 10th floor though. So it was like I couldn't. I was like, "There's no fucking way." <laughs> Odds
2: are, it's probably not.
1: <laughs> I was like, "And we're dead in the middle of the city."
0: So well, there's he, like he farted the other day, but I was I was taking him on a walk, so I caught a cloud while I was in the middle of.
1: He was directly under my desk, and the first yeah. time it hit me, I was like, Ugh. "I could not take another deep breath in." So to like walk away for a little bit. Waited, came back, sat down, and I was like, oh, "Okay, so it doesn't like if it's fine. Maybe he just tooted, and then he just kept going all it's the way." It's because he
0: had a poop. Like, oh my god! He had the poops.
1: He had the bgs.
0: Yeah, he had the bubble guts. Um, but yeah, it hit me the other day, and it was right before he pooped. So I was like, "Oh, that makes sense. He has to poop." Because Scooby used to do that too. When Scooby would fart, he would have to poop. Or I mean, I'm sure he would fart other times. I wonder if there's a single but episode it wasn't as where we bad. haven't
1: talked about farts or poop. <laughs> I feel like we talk about
2: farts and poop like all the time.
0: Yeah. Isn't that what this podcast
2: is about? Yes. Have I missed
0: it? Miss farts and tid poops.
2: You're trying to think of something else? I
0: thought you were. I was like, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for your version of it. I guess we're just sticking with mine.
1: Miss farts and toot bits.
0: (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> we'll roll with that. I um, yes. Uh try on this. Yes. Anyway, that's all I got on intestines and farts and poop for the day.
2: Your day,
1: though? How was your day?
0: My day? It was okay. Did a lot of work. Did my did my job. Did my job. Did my job. Did my job. That's it.
1: I had a lot no. of meetings today.
0: Nothing special today. Finished a project, kind of, almost. That's it. Decided I was going to erase the whole stencil i put on this wall and um redo it because i've stared at it for like a week and i was hoping that i would be okay with the placement of it and jokes on me i'm not so i'm gonna erase the whole thing and redo it you know it's only like seven feet by like six feet it's not gonna take a long time Yeah. Okay. You don't have to help me. I'd love it if you did.
1: Sergio loves helping.
0: Sergio loves helping. That's I do true. love helping. That's or true. In exchange, but Sergio's also got a lot of things going on. He's moving, and he has things to do.
2: I, I, I just move one thing from here to over there. That's whatever. Okay. You have to move erasers.
0: And stuff. That's fine. it's fine, Journey. You don't have to help me.
1: So You also didn't ask.
0: I didn't. I just said you were. I just figured you wouldn't argue with me because, you know, it's it's, it's just nice. It's fine.
1: Didn't argue. Never did I ever say that I wasn't going to help. Run the tape back. Did I ever say I wasn't going to help?
2: You were giving me guff. Should I actually stop and run the tape back? Hold on. (laughs) <laughs> beep, beep. Have the, the the lady
0: typist read it back. Ugh. What does it say? Is there guff? Is there know. guff in the transcript? I
2: don't be a part of this.
0: I I heard guff. Anyway, that's my day. Nothing special.
2: How are your meetings, Junie?
1: Well, a couple of them are really boring and like unnecessary because I've basically complained at work about us not having in-depth enough information on, I don't know if you know, but I'm a software engineer. So when I build features, I need to know all the information before I build features. And at my job, for some reason, even though it's literally their only job, the team cannot figure out how to give me all the information. So I'll build shit that's like half-baked and then they'll be like, oh no, you fucked it up and you have to go back and redo it. And then also build all these other things. So I've complained about it a lot. So it's finally gotten to the point where we have like all of these meetings, but it's become unnecessary. I've had like six or seven meetings about the same feature that we say the same shit in every single meeting. And it still hasn't started because it still hasn't been assigned to me. So I had another one of those meetings today. So that was fucking annoying. But then we had a really beautiful like AAPI lunch meeting thing where we had uh, uh, one of our one of my coworkers is Korean, and she decided that uh, she decided she volunteered to host um, this meeting, and it was like a lunch meeting. So a bunch of people made like a bunch of different dishes, and they like told us all about what they did, like all about what they made. We did like an AAPI kahoot thing, and um, kahoot. Yeah,
0: I like kahoots.
1: Yeah, um, and that's that was really fun. And then what else happened? I don't know. The other meetings were just boring. They're just boring work meetings. Um, but I pushed a really big project today, so that's really cool. It's with a really big partner of ours, so it's also really cool. And
0: I'm wearing an AAPI uh, benefit shirt at the moment. For those that aren't watching, I was pointing to it while you were speaking. Yes, there it was it's by a wonderful artist whose name I cannot remember, but it, it was bought through Merch Aid. And, you know, that's cool.
1: That's very cool. It's a very good shirt.
0: It's pretty. So, uh, what Allens are we talking about this week? Tim. Tim Allen? <laughs> he... Is he a Republican? Pretty sure he's super Republican.
1: No! Which is
0: super upsetting.
2: My dad uh, did the Wall on one of his bugs.
0: He did a upholstery he on one of his bugs?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Of course, he has a bug. I want a bug. I've always wanted a bug. I, know I don't know. Why.
2: You should get a bug.
0: I should get a bug. Bugs You're
2: a right. Get You're one. right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> what do you
0: got? He did that. Like, I want. Like, a bug would be like my ideal, like, just a classic remodeled, you know, just like nice bug would be like my dream car to have that isn't utility-based. No. You know? Because, like, uh, utility-wise, I would love, like, an old-school Land Rover. Yes. Both for, like, the space inside of it and, like, camping and doing stuff like that. Like, a bug is just isn't... It's not... U- utility-wise, it doesn't make as much sense.
1: Tim Allen is anti-Republican. He literally compared being a Republican to Nazis in oh. an interview.
0: What, you? What, you?
1: 2018.
0: Nice. I thought for some reason I thought his last man standing show was like super republican. You
2: just trying to get me to not like
0: Tim Allen. No, I would you. never. i felt like How dare you? Santa Claus. This was
1: in a the Santa, <laughs> the the Santa
0: Claus trilogy. Some of the, is one of the best trilogies of all time. This men.
1: was an interview about The Last Man Standing and in that interview Got he it. said that. Yeah.
0: But is is that show somewhat Geared towards that. I
1: think that's why they asked. That's what I was.
0: Idea. I mean, assuming if it's being brought up in the in the light of the yeah. show, I think that's why I thought because I think it was like being canceled or something. I could be it thinking is all. Canceled. Of, it was canceled. No, but it was it was like being canceled and like there was a huge like, um, you know, petition basically to not have it canceled by like. Trump supporters. Um, not they weren't. I don't think they were Trump supporters necessarily, yeah. but it was just like sort of white america type republican people
1: so nazis either way
0: nazis either way but yeah i think i that that might be the last thing i've heard though but i also could have made all of that up just now or in my brain years ago and you know what whatever
1: and you know whatever
0: yeah but i i mean i'm a big fan of tim ellen so tim ellen tim ellen tim Tim
1: ellen Ellen, our new talk show host he hosts uh (laughs) A gay handyman show.
0: <laughs> gay handyman show. Oh, God. Home Improvement is one of the best shows of all time. Try all time. Dude. He's actually
2: here. Come on in, Tim.
0: <laughs> just kidding. Nice. I wish. Or lost my mind. Um,
1: what the fuck? I told you to mute, dog. Sorry. I just remembered something important. Anyway. Can I believe it? I cannot believe
0: it. I can believe it. It's now been zero episodes since Junie's computer made a noise. I wish I, had, I wish I had a sign there that did the. You can Episodes since Junie's computer made it. like made like a messaging noise or something,
1: or got a fucking Facetime call.
0: Yeah, or any any sort of thing.
1: Work so, message.
0: Back to it. What?
1: It's <sighs> been so long since we podcast.
0: I know it feels strange.
1: Yes. Anyway, A.J. Chomps.
0: Is that really the topic? He's not an alien. We're an alien podcast.
1: We're a paleontology podcast.
0: He's not a paleontologist. Yes,
1: he was. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was.
0: He really wasn't. You, you did the research. You he, literally
1: don't know that.
0: I do know that. I
1: did the research. You I, didn't.
0: I've learned a lot about him. Oh, yeah. I don't, re- I don't retain. You tell me
1: what I, you tell me what I learned. Then.
0: I don't retain a lot of it, but I would have retained that he was a paleontologist. I know that much. I know he's not.
1: I did my research very different this week, though, because, like, usually I, like...
0: Did you do it upside down?
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> sorry. Yeah,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. What's up?
1: <laughs> I usually write full sentences, which is, like, why I, like, read off the page mostly, but this time I didn't. I wrote, like, you know... Like born doing this and enjoyed doing this and blah 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 blah. And just
0: sort of bullet points to get, get get your own. I mean, your your mind will fill in the gaps.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see.
0: I mean, yeah.
1: So that's yeah. If it's all disjointed and stuff, please don't don't hate me and don't leave because I can make it better at some point.
2: We would never
1: be. hate you. We believe. Okay, so. Sources this week were Biography.com, and that's why we drink. Wikipedia, crime Museum.org and The Devil in the White City by Eric Larson.
0: More White City stuff. Yes.
1: Yes. So the reason why I did it H. Uh, H.H. Holmes this week is because we did the Chicago World's Fair uh, last week, and H.H. Holmes was active in Chicago during the World's Fair. So I wanted to go ahead and do this little...
0: Nice, active, doing what for the people who don't know who H.H. Holmes is? You're about to find out. Well.
1: So Herman Webster Mudgett was born circa May 16th, 1861 in Gilmanton, New Hampshire. He was born into a wealthy family as their third child. He enjoyed a privileged childhood and was said to be unusually intelligent at an early age, as these fucking sociopaths typically are. Not typically, but they can be, a lot of them. It's, like, it's so weird. They feel, like, they're always on the opposite end of the spectrum. It's, like, they either have a really fucking low IQ or a really fucking high IQ. He was the high IQ type. Um, and some accounts say his father was abusive, but there's no proof of this. And there was, like, I think even in the and that's why Your Drink episode, she talks about, like, very specific things that his father did to abuse him. But there weren't actual um, – verified accounts that he was ever abused as a child. It said that he was actually born into a privileged childhood and he had a really good childhood and there really was nothing that should have fucked him up. He just was a sociopath
0: and a serial killer.
1: He did well in school, but got bullied a lot. At one point, the bullies knowing that Holmes was afraid of the doctor, snuck him into the doctor's office and brought him into one of the, um, like one of the offices, one of the rooms that had a, full size skeleton in it and they took the hands of the skeleton and like put them on his face and he said that that was the first time that he like that his obsession with the death began um they were trying to scare the shit out of him but he like later said that he found the experience fascinating and that it rid him of all of his fears
0: you think you got a half chub during that encounter
2: i have a want right now <laughs> That's
0: alarming. <laughs>
2: <Never> I
0: <mind.
1: laughs> that a job by the the police. In la- early in life, Holmes expressed an interest in medicine, which led him to practice surgery on animals. This was when he was hella young. So some accounts even indicate that he might have killed one of his childhood playmates.
0: So it was wait, he led him to practice surgery on animals? Yes. As in in a Professional sense or like no, in a? Oh,
1: he was six, and he would just take home animals. You didn't tell me he was six. Then dissect them.
0: Dissect them.
1: Dissect them. them.
0: Well, yeah. When you say practice, that sounds like in a in a professional sense. Like if I said I was practicing, uh you know, heart transplants on humans, without telling you that I'm six, it's like, oh, so where did he go to school? He didn't. He was six. He was just mutilating human beings.
1: Where did he go to school? <laughs> Tarver elementary school
0: <laughs> no after that no he wasn't yeah. no yep
1: no. still is there he's still, he's there. still
0: there i gotta pick him up actually
1: <laughs> uh oh but if you didn't hear that some accounts indicate that he might have killed, killed
0: one of his one of his uh playmates yes. back in the back in the, the six days yes
1: so that's fucked up that's fucked up at age six, is there is
0: there like a actual like any elaboration on that, that on that story a like, a, like a person
1: yeah
2: oh, like been, a I've child of like, playmate like, like a pet or something
1: not like an actual child that uh, he used to play with
0: so it's known that he was like experimenting on animals but I think it's, what it's happened speculated is
1: he was playing with his playmate and something happened like an accident happened and his playmate died like falling oh. off the slide or something like that but it's believed that holmes was the actual like perpetrator of the death checks out Yeah. So at age 16, he graduated from the highly selective boarding school, Phillips Exeter Academy. Um, And this is just I wanted to put this in there because it's just goes to show how fucking smart he was. They were like fucking hella selective and they chose him. And he graduated from like high school effectively at 16. I graduated at 15. So suck a dick, Holmes. Um after graduating, he took jobs teaching in and around Gilmanton which
0: is where he was born. This is all in New Hampshire. Yes, so, yes, where you, yep. you just said where he was yep. born. Okay.
1: On July fourth, eighteen seventy eight, he married Clara Lovering in Alton, New Hampshire. They had a son named Robert, who was born on February third, in eighteen eighty, so two years after they were married. Holmes enrolled in the University of Vermont in Burlington at the age of 18, but was dissatisfied with the school. So he left after one year in 1882. When he was 21, he entered the University of Michigan's Department of Medicine and Surgery, where he was a mediocre student. So all of this stuff going to this like really prestigious school and like, you know, kind of like. Growing up a little bit too young, he didn't really, like, make it in college. Like, he did go to a college. He just, like, kind of dropped out, basically, because he just wasn't interested. And then he went to this medicine school and medicine school, medical school, whatever, um, and just wasn't, like, that interested. So he didn't do very well there, but he did go. Um, In school, he worked in the anatomy lab under Professor Herdman, the then chief anatomy instructor. He apprenticed in New Hampshire under Nahum White, um, a noted advocate of human dissection. And years later, when Holmes was suspected of murder and claimed to be nothing but an insurance fraudster, he admitted to using cadavers to defraud life insurance companies several times in college. So what he would do is he would sneak into the lab and disfigure bodies, saying they died in accidents, and then he would claim the life insurance on them.
0: It's so crazy to think, like, in stories like this and in, like, earlier years, how people would just claim life insurance on, like, bodies, basically, rather than, like... Lives? Any documentation of, like... Right. Oh, I'm this person. I'm related to them. Oh, just
1: like, wait. We have a lot of life insurance stuff coming I know, up here. I know,
0: But, like, it's just so good. like... I think this is one of the, the main stories where I, I've heard where I was just, like... You just took a body and were, like, I, I need his money. I need that money. They're like, oh, yeah, he's dead. I'll take it. I'll, I, we got him right sure, here. Sure, stranger. Yeah, sure, stranger. You related? Um, no. No. Sorry. Okay. Good enough, good enough <laughs> for us. <laughs> it's, it's yours. Uh, in 1884,
1: he was nearly prevented from graduating when a widowed hairdresser accused him of making false promises to marry her, which there's no additional information on that, but that's kind of fucking weird. Um, I assume that, like... She had some affiliation with someone at the school or something because, like, why would some rando
0: yeah like that prevent any- him from graduating? Would that have anything to do with him graduating?
1: But he did finally graduate from the medical school in June of 1884. Shortly before his graduation, Clara moved back home to her native New Hampshire. As housemates described Holmes as being very violent with Clara, so they lived together when he was going to medical school, like on a campus type situation, like living situation. And a lot of people like described him as being like, um, he would berate her and be super violent with her. So she went home, but she said that she knew very little of him after this point. She just didn't really talk to him or anything. They never got divorced or anything. So um, it was just kind of a separation. But after Clara left, Holmes moved to Moores Forks, New York, where he was said to have been seen with a little boy who later disappeared. But um, when he was questioned about it, he said that the boy simply went back to his home in Massachusetts and there was no investigation because they just kind of believed him and they couldn't prove otherwise. But Holmes fled uh, Moores Forks, New York, very suddenly after he started getting questioned about the boy. Out. He ended up working odd jobs around the country for a bit and continued scams. Uh, that's kind of how he started making a lot of his money. So he would go to a city and buy a bunch of stuff on credit and then he would sell it to make money and then he would leave town. What Christine said, and that's why we drink, is he would steal credit cards But this is the 1800s. No credit cards, and neither of them said anything about it.
0: But he would buy things
1: on credit, and uh, so he would just, you know, basically be using money he didn't have. What was
0: credit like back then? They didn't have credit cards.
1: I mean, credit cards are fairly new. Like, like my grandparents. No, no, no.
0: No, I I know, but I'm 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 asking what is what would what did credit look like back then?
1: I think it was just paperwork. Like, balancing your checkbook was all the paperwork and stuff like that, you know?
0: Mm. Checks. Yeah. Those ancient things.
1: Still have to fucking use them, though.
0: Yeah. But checks would bounce. Yeah. It's just like credit. I, I want to know what credit was like, I guess. Because don't checkbooks usually go to, like... Checking or savings accounts.
1: They do, but that's all paperwork too. You didn't have like an actual account or anything. So it's the exact same premise. Got it. So I think, honestly, I think you might have been able to write checks for your credit account.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Never really thought about it.
1: Yeah. So uh, that, yeah. So what he, yeah, he would buy a bunch of stuff, sell it to make money, and then leave so he would never have to owe money.
0: Basically. God, crime was
1: so easy
0: it's the way to go back then it
1: truly was if you weren't a criminal what the fuck were you doing like yourself. honestly at this point like i'm on his side like an anti-capitalist king right now um but we're about to get into the reasons why he is not such a good guy
0: yeah he's not great yeah so yeah
1: he wound up in philadelphia where he had a very brief job at a hospital it was like only for like a couple days but he quit because he got bored with it or just like wasn't interested in that job so he ended up getting a steadier job at a pharmacist um in a drugstore or as a pharmacist in a drugstore excuse me so while working there a boy died after taking medicine that was purchased from the store but Holmes denied having any involvement um but he immediately left after the child's death
0: I love this just like <laughs> me never I'm out
1: yeah exactly and also, like, they can't track you or anything. There's yeah, no paper trail. There's just nothing. Over and
0: over, he's just doing this all over the whole East East Coast yep. at this point. Yep. Just like, wait, who me? <laughs> I gotta go. And then he just leaves. Yeah. And they're like, well, fuck, we missed him. Yep. I mean, we're never gonna catch him now.
1: Uh, It's just fucking wild. And, yeah. like, they didn't do anything to, like, pursue it at no. all. Like, even if they, like, wanted to, they kind of couldn't, but... No one ever did either.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a decades of people like saying, like, I think we can do a little bit more to get to where we are now. And then we just found out we, you know, we kind of made little little steps here and there to be able to make sure people don't get away with the simplest of crimes.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Make sure that people can't just leave a city and be like, fuck it, it's gone."
1: I feel like. I think about this all the time. Like people had to figure out that windshields were necessary and people had to figure out that seatbelts were necessary well, because yeah, when they first made cars, those weren't things that people yeah. were thinking about. They're like, we need want to put something on wheels and have it go electronically.
0: It's the whole thing of like, if you see a sign that says you can't do something, there's, it's like a, because, yeah, exactly. there's a story behind it. Like someone yeah. did that thing and they're like, you can't fucking do that yeah. it's the same way. It's like all like these, you know, their car laws and stuff where it's like, you have to wear a seatbelt, you like. Cars have regulations where you have to have a fucking windshield. Obviously, you can't sell a car without a fucking windshield.
1: Right, right. Or I mean you have a you crash windshield,
0: you you get a ticket. Like
1: Because I'm sure at one point somebody's windshield shattered and like they died or something fucked up happened or whatever. Yeah. But you get it. I get it. So before relocating once again, this time to Chicago, Herman Webster Mudget renamed himself. Henry Howard Holmes, to avoid any possibility that he might be exposed of his prior scams in all of the various places that he had already committed them. So in late 1886, still married to Clara. What's up?
0: I know neither of you will know the answer to this.
1: Watch me know it. Watch me not know it.
0: I, you, you won't. Uh, there is a wrestler. I don't know it. I know. Named Triple H. Mm-hmm. Do you think he...
1: Yes, 100%.
0: He would have to, right? His name is I Hunter Hearst Helmsley is his fiction. I don't think it's his actual name.
1: Paul Michael Levesque. Yeah, it's not his actual name. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's great, as far as I know. I don't think about him as a human. I know him as a, a wrestling as persona. A wrestling. As a, wrestler pers- a wrestling persona, nailed it. <sighs> But, yeah, just I've always thought that every time I've heard of H.H. Holmes, I'm like, I wonder.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's that's a little bit too on the nose for it to not for it to be a coincidence. Yeah. So still married to Clara in 1886, he married Murda Belknap or Belknap. I don't know which one it is. Christine said Belknap, but I read it Belknap, but I don't know. In Minnesota. I might have already said that, but they got married in Minnesota. In 1886, if I didn't already say that, while well, he was still married to Clara.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> backtrack the whole sentence. <laughs> I'm
0: going to say it this way, and I'm going to say it backwards.
1: Uh, but he did file for uh, for a divorce from Clara a few weeks later, alleging infidelity on her part. What a fucking asshole. After, like, abusing her so badly that she left him. Um, but because there was no evidence of her actually being unfaithful to him, the case got thrown out before Clara even knew about it. So before she could even be served or whatever, they were like, you literally have no fucking proof, dude. We're not actually taking your case.
0: It's actually shocking they didn't
1: take yeah, that case. Yeah. Shocking something didn't go this This white man's way.
0: Yeah.
1: In fucking 1886. Okay. So he had a daughter with Murda named Lucy Theodate Holmes who was born on July 4th, 1889, which was the fucking day he got married to Clara. July 4th was their anniversary um, in Englewood, Chicago, Illinois. So Englewood is a suburb of Chicago. Got it. Holmes lived with Murda and Lucy in Wilmette, which is another, or Wilmette, Illinois, and spent most of his time in Chicago tending to business. So Wilmette is a little bit outside of Chicago as well. Uh, he ended up marrying yet again,
0: while he was still married to... And
1: had a baby that he was, like, yeah. Yep. To uh, Georgiana Yoke in uh, January of 1894 in Denver, Colorado, while still married to his two previous wives. Jesus. Yes. All of his wives, which this was a fucking weird tidbit that I found, but all of his wives were blonde with blue eyes.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. I hate it. It's not great, but it makes sense. He obviously yeah, we see. Has a type. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. You got more? Is it the end?
1: I'm trying to think of a good joke. What's his favorite type of weather? Or Blonde with blue eyes. He likes it when it's... Arian or Arian, 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 <laughs>
0: Arian, yes,
1: I was trying to think of a pun with Arian.
0: We're gonna shop that one, for
1: we're gonna a bit. shop that one, yeah. Okay, anyway, so you didn't hear that. arrived in Chicago in 1886. He came across Elizabeth S. Holton's drugstore at the northwest corner of South Wallace Avenue.
0: Did he marry her too?
1: Wallace Avenue, excuse me, uh, no, and West 63rd Street in Englewood. He does. I think he gets married once more. Uh, No, he doesn't. But he gets close. Maybe he does. We'll get there. No, he doesn't. We'll figure it out. Okay. (laughs) So, he got a job at her drugstore. He was a very good worker and told the Holtons that he would pay them $2,700 a month to buy the drugstore. Um, He would, like... Take it off their hands, and then just to pay them back, he would pay them twenty seven hundred until he like fulfilled his debt, basically. Um, and he ended up making money not just by selling drugs at the pharmacy, but by selling water he claimed would heal the sick. Ah, it was just
0: tap water. Classic tap water salesman. Classic snake oil salesman.
1: Tap that ass water salesman.
0: <laughs> hey, if someone said I could tap that ass by drinking this water. I probably wouldn't buy it. So
1: fucking stupid. Yeah. But anyway, people like in the 1800s were fucking stupid. They still are. Still are, but they were fucking stupid.
0: People stupider. still buy tap water.
1: It's true. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Many alleged that Holm killed Elizabeth and her husband, husband, but these allegations were untrue and the Holtons lived well into the 20th century. So what people were saying, which is what I thought was weird, I, like, in hearing this story, thought that the Holtons were really old. And then Elizabeth Holton's husband was dying. And um, she ended up giving Holmes the pharmacy because her husband was dying. And then once he finally died, Holmes kind of took advantage of Elizabeth and started, like, stealing money from her and, like, started taking full advantage of her and then ended up killing her as well. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, the, that's the story that I've heard. But there's no evidence that he actually killed them. And there's evidence that they survived into the 20th century. Got it. Um. He purchased an empty lot across from the drugstore where construction began in 1887 for a two-story block-long mixed-use building with apartments on the second floor, retail spaces on the first floor, including a new drugstore. So he moved the drugstore basically across the street. A creditor of homes named John Debrueil. De Debrueil. D-E-B-R-U-E-I-L. Debrueil? Sure. I got nothing. Uh, He died of apoplexy on uh, April 17th, 1891, which is like basically dying of stroke or aneurysm. But people think that Holmes is the cause of that. um,
0: What did he die of?
1: Apoplexy.
0: Is that? Sorry, it's completely unrelated. (laughs) Is that the word that Oscar tells Aaron to play in The Office? When she's playing Scrabble on her phone, and he's like, "I will have apoplexy."
1: Apoplexy, right? I mean, that's what it's called. Yeah. That's
0: so why when you said that, I was like, "I don't know." But I never, yeah, thought, I, I never right. thought about that's what right. that word was that he was saying. so I was like, he's just the smartest person in the room. So I was like, I, he, "It's a fucking big word." Actually, that I, actually, um, I think that's right. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, "I'll have apoplexy if you." That makes sense. He would, like, have a stroke if she didn't play the right word. It makes sense. Just, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Go, Go on.
1: So, yeah, a creditor of Holmes died of, what did you say? Apoplexy. Apoplexy on April 17th, 1891 in the drugstore. And it's unknown if Holmes was involved in his demise, but a lot of people speculate that he was.
0: Well, yeah. If a lot of people are going to die around this one person who also, for sure, killed people, it's like yeah. everyone's going to speculate. Like, okay, yeah. we didn't just we just didn't see it early on, right? Exactly. It and was, like everyone that died around him, not a coincidence, right?
1: Right. Um, he called the ca- uh, sorry, not he called, but the hotel was called the Castle and the World's Fair Hotel. The Castle because it was so grandiose, and the World's Fair Hotel because it was obviously used as a hotel um, during the World's Fair. So two of the earliest victims of Holmes at the hotel and who were known were Julia Connor and her six-year-old daughter, Pearl. Holmes had an affair with Julia, who was the wife of the jeweler who had a store on the first floor of the hotel and involved her in his business schemes. So they had a professional and a business or a professional, excuse me, a personal and a business relationship. Her husband found out that they were having an affair and that Julia had gotten pregnant by Holmes. And instead of doing anything to, like, get back at them or anything, he just left her with their daughter and her pregnancy. Um, And Holmes said that he would marry Julia, but she would have to have an abortion first. And he said that he would be the one to perform the abortion for her. So he took her to his abortion room in the hotel
0: 'Cause why don't yeah, doesn't every hotel have one of those?
1: And uh he obviously ended up killing her during this abortion that he performed on her. On purpose? Yes. So she and her daughter disappeared around Christmas of eighteen ninety one. And uh during his life, Holmes alternatively alternatively, excuse me, so he like went back and forth on this, but he would deny killing Julia and then Confessed to accidentally killing her while performing the abortion, but it's still unclear what actually happened to her and her daughter Pearl. But they were his earliest victims that were of note um, and were, were proven.
0: Whether or not he accidentally killed but, Julia yeah. Pearl was not an accident.
1: Yeah, or I mean, he could have sold Pearl for money or whatever. Like, it's not clear if she died or whatever, but they believe that she was killed. So, over the next two years, Holmes may have murdered. Emily Segrant, Minnie Williams, and her sister, Annie, or Nanny Williams. Nanny was the nickname. Both Emmeline and Minnie appeared to have had personal business relationships with Holmes when they disappeared. So the same thing where they were sleeping with him or had a re- romantic relationship or whatever with him, but also helped him with his like schemes and stuff. He told Minnie that he would marry her and that she should sign over some property that she had in Texas to someone named Alexander Bond which was just an alias of H.H. Holmes. So he even served as a notary for Minnie to sign his land over to Alexander Bond which was himself. But she didn't know that. Classic. And so when you were saying like about like all the life insurance stuff, he was in he would serve as the notary so it's not like someone was questioning yeah, hey,
0: there was no other witness. Yeah, he exactly. Was it was just witness. him.
1: So he also told Minnie to invite Annie to come and meet him and see the hotel when she came, um, like before they got married, and she did. So when Annie was there, he gave her a personal tour in which he took her to his office and asked her to get a file out of his safe. And while she like agreed to do that, she he pushed her in the locker. Sorry, in the safe. He pushed her in the safe and locked her in there, excuse me, and pumped gas into it, killing her, obviously. So. And then soon after, Minnie vanished.
0: So he, he has this safe. Yes. He has it pre, pre, like, how do you lock someone in a safe and then pump gas into it? Is, is my question. Like, how, did he have that just... Is that a custom job? Did he have that set up? Like, I feel like a safe would be locked in. At least not watertight, but we'll airtight.
1: We'll go into some of the ways that he was able to get away with a lot of the shit that he did.
0: I just mean, like, technically speaking. Like, that has to... I, I, it.
1: he also was super manipulative so he could have told someone like oh it's just for this or whatever and then
0: no, no no not i'm not questioning him getting her in there and locking her in there i'm saying how the fuck do you get gas in there after that
1: that's what i'm saying like i think that if he asked someone for like to build him this custom safe or whatever
0: oh yeah that's what i'm, that's what I'm asking is is he had to he have like a custom rig set yeah. for the safe knowing that he was going to trap people in it and gas them yes. like that's sick
1: that's sickening
0: no, I meant, like, not, like, it's fucking sick. And I meant, like, that's sick. Yeah, yeah. Demented. Yes, correct.
1: So, yeah, so then soon after Annie died, Minnie vanished. So that was what I was, tr- when I was, like, I think he got married again. Because he and Minnie had, like, a very long relationship. And with, like, the whole Annie fiasco and stuff, I, for some reason, thought they did get married. But they didn't. Um. So in 1892... Uh, Holmes ended up adding a third floor to the hotel, telling investors and suppliers that he intended to use it as a hotel during the upcoming World's Columbian Exposition, though the hotel portion was never completed.
0: He added a third floor?
1: Yeah. So he wanted more like rooms for the hotel.
0: This place is only two floors?
1: Yes. Two floors and a block long. First floor is...
0: That's pretty long. Cool. Yeah. It's pretty big.
1: Yeah. First floor is uh, shops and then the second floor was like hotel or like places that people could stay or rent out. I always picture out. this
0: place a lot bigger. Does it get a lot bigger? No, nope, yeah, that's yeah. it. It's just, three, sto- three is never completed.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And we do go into what happens to the building. Um, so in 1892, the hotel was somewhat completed uh, with three stories and a basement. The first floor was the storefront. The second story consisted of His elaborate torture rooms, which was actually what he was building when he first started building the hotel, and these torture rooms contained a chute that led to the basement, and the third floor held more apartment rooms. So there were soundproofed rooms and mazes of hallways, some of which would go to nowhere within the hotel. There were doorways that led to brick walls, doors that could only be opened from the outside, stairs that led to nowhere, Excuse me. And many of the rooms were outfitted with the chutes that would drop to the basement, where Holmes had acid vats, quicklime and a crematorium to dispose of his victims' bodies.
0: He is efficient.
1: Yeah, he really thought of everything. Furniture suppliers found Holmes was hiding their materials in these like little elaborate like nooks that he built within like the maze of the second floor. Um, And it's it was like materials that he'd never paid for. And their search made the news and investors uh, for the plant hotel pulled out of the deal when a jeweler in the building showed them the articles that he was, like, scamming people, basically. Which kind of makes me think that that's probably an added reason why the third floor was never fully um, finished.
0: Yeah, it probably wasn't funded or, uh, I mean, a lot of the contractors and, like, builders that were probably they being funded, out, but, yeah. yeah, they were pulled from that project.
1: Yeah. So, during an inspection, rooms were found with hinged walls and false partitions. Rooms were linked with uh, secret passageways and even airtight rooms that were connected to pipelines filled with gas, which homes used as gas chambers. Dick. So, not only it saves, but full fucking rooms were used as gas chambers.
0: Actually, Jenny, can you get me something from that fridge that is totally not a gas chamber?
1: Yes, our intern can.
0: Oh okay. no, I, was, I was, I was, It was just a joke. I don't. Oh,
1: yeah,
0: gotcha. I, I mean, I do need a beer, but like, a, a, I, I also. You I understand you're going to
1: push me into it.
0: Yeah, I was going to push you into it and then gas you. But I wasn't going to do that because it's definitely not. I uh, hope
2: no pushes me. <laughs> 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 fucking puts his ass out.
0: <laughs> uh, thank you. I actually do have to piece it when well, we can hit a.
1: Let me just finish this one yeah, yeah. and then we can um and then we can yeah. hit a break.
0: So. I was gonna grab a beer during our next break. I was just joking that I was gonna shove you into there and gas you, but I would never do that to you.
1: Okay. So Okay, so I'm going to stop here. It's a couple of bullet points, but we'll get there. So, yeah, during an inspection, rooms were found with all that crazy stuff. And upon inspection, it was found that there were scratch marks on the inside of the
0: doors. Yuck.
1: And on the inside of his office door, there was a footprint. Uh, Holmes would use the chutes to deliver the bodies to the basement, obviously. And once there, he made use of surgical tables and an array of medical tools to dissect them before selling their organs and bones on the black market to medical institutions. He also had a secret room that was sealed by solid brick that could only be entered through a trap door in the ceiling. So he would lock people in there to die of hunger and thirst and then um, just like look at them through the trap door. And he did this just to experiment with how long people would last.
0: That's fucking psychotic. Yeah. Um, Another thing that just like with, I mean, not crime related really, but like this is a crime that he did, but... Just like being able to sell like bodies and bones to people, and no one's gonna be like, "Where'd you get this person?"
2: Yeah, so like, so you yeah. got bodies, we buy bodies. Well, I feel like if you're like buying in the black market, like it's part of the deal of like not yeah. asking. Yeah, I don't, think don't, it's ask, a, don't so. I don't think it's a black market. It's like he's. It is. It, oh, it said is. bones oh, it on the
1: black market to medical institutions. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, why are medical institutions on the black market? It's cheaper.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, and like a lot of people, like you, you can't get you cadavers do. very easily, I guess. But yeah. Anyway, so um, oh, this is my or er, yeah, this is my last bullet point before we stop. So, um, there was also an alarm system attached to um, each of the rooms that would let Holmes know when people would go in and out of their rooms and he would track them to make sure that no one was wandering around the hotel and like wouldn't find things that they shouldn't be finding and stuff. So, we'll stop there and then we'll come back with a little bit more detail on the crimes and the hotel.
0: Sweet. Sweet. Can't Sweet. wait. And we back.
1: Okay. So,
0: Oh. You didn't do your classic
1: I know. I like to be unpredictable.
0: You just want to go play Dead by Daylight. You're just trying to rush us.
2: Any of this, any of that, we're done?
0: Damn. And then he was dead because it was a long time ago.
2: The end. The end.
0: Okay, continue.
1: The way that Holmes was able to build all of this weird shit is that he would keep firing the carpenters that he had working for him and then hire new ones so no one knew the full floor plan of the hotel.
0: Is this just from American Horror Story or is this an actual thing? I think it's from American Horror Story that I'm thinking of where he would – it's that, but he would only give them parts of, like, the layout, like, parts of, like, the blueprints and stuff. Yeah. And then – Fire them and like switch or yeah.
1: That's that's that was taken from him.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I knew that part was taken from him, but I was like, I don't know if most of that is just like them. I was
2: curious about like the instructor. Like, like, were they not confused about like dungeons and yeah. But like,
1: then you think about it because like, even if he was firing people, like, if you go to the basement, you see like medical tables or whatever the fuck, or you see vats of fucking acid or lime or whatever the fuck.
0: Yeah, I mean, he probably got those, like, purchased and, like, delivered or something and he just took those in, like... I, I don't think, like... Like, I think the the rooms were built and then he, like, you know, furnished them with the stuff afterwards, probably. Yeah. But, like, somebody has to, like, build in the... Uh, the cremation. Thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Maybe he just
0: used, like, a pizza oven.
1: <laughs> or maybe that's why he told them it was.
0: Yeah.
2: Pizza oven down
0: here. He told the people, bring in the... the the crematorium, like building the whole thing, it's a pizza oven. Uh, this isn't. What a...
2: do I need to make like human-sized pizzas?
0: <laughs> I want to make Chicago's largest pizza. <laughs> is your is your laptop thing? Yeah. Okay. Oh, was like I have a story. That's how
2: I felt like with like when I watch Batman and he makes his Batcave. Like he doesn't build it, right? Like who <laughs> built
0: it? He didn't make the Batcave.
2: Well, yeah, it's, it's just the name. cave, right? Just... <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm getting real tired of this. I'm Getting real tired of this thing. Um
2: join us. Um but like yeah, but he, like the whole construction of like there's like when he walks in and like that thing elevates from yeah. like, under the ground. Yeah. Did he build that? Yeah. Stark did. Oh he did? Yeah. Stark You got time for that? I mean That's what I'm saying, like Yeah. Like who there's no way like these people He's got this. a lot of
0: hush money, though. That's true. He's got that hush money. That, that makes sense.
2: Yeah. Does HH almost have hush money? In those days,
0: probably. Yeah. yeah. Do
2: you think there's a lot of that
0: going around? Hush money? Yeah. I would so like some. If, it, if there is a lot of it going around, I would like some of it. Got that quiet money.
2: Is that a name for
1: murder? Yes. Got right. So sorry. Boop 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 boop. During the const- oh wait, hold on, I do have a story to tell. I have a friend whose dad has a friend who is a crematorier. He cremates bodies. Um, and like whenever like they're hanging out, if he like if he says like if his da- if her friends if my friend's dad says something stupid, his friend will be like. Well, you weigh like 225? I'd say probably like three and a half hours burn. <laughs> like, you just like uh, estimate or whatever.
2: It takes a long to burn. No, I don't no. <laughs> Yeah, that was it. That's funny. Yeah. That's good.
1: Yeah, it's very funny, I think. Anyway, so during the construction, Helms became close with a carpenter and scam artist named Benjamin Patezel. He used him as his right hand man. That is man. the name
0: of a fucking scam artist. Yes. Was that what was his business card? Carpenter <laughs> slash scam
2: artist.
1: It's like, hmm. It was like Jesus. Okay.
2: Jesus.
1: Um, he used him as his right hand man <laughs> to help with scams in the completion of the hotel because that's literally what he specialized in. Uh, he required all of his employees to take out life insurance policies for which he was the beneficiary.
0: Classic. Classic move. It's 101 right there.
1: <laughs> I think I see. If that. my
2: employer saw that, said that, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah. yeah, okay, I think I do. So during the 1893 Columbian Exposition, so the World's Fair, Holmes opened up his home as a hotel for visitors. Unfortunately, many guests did not survive in what became known as the Murder Castle. So, from being known as the Castle to the Murder Castle. Aptly named. Many of these victims, no one knows for certain the total number, were women. Who were seduced, swindled, and then killed? Holmes had a habit of getting engaged to women, only for his fiancés to
0: suddenly disappear. How fucking good looking was this guy?
1: He wasn't. At least I don't think he was. He killed them this guy's after. Guys pulling
0: fiancés and wives like left and right. He's just. <laughs> he it's
2: he... Different, different time back then, you know. Just like being married was like the pinnacle of life, and he's offered
0: fair. it. That's fair. Not great, but he's not
1: bad. Oh my God, Meghan Markle is related to H.H. Holmes. Anyway, sick. Another tidbit. How
2: old was he around this time? Do you know?
1: Any uh, Early 30s. Yeah. Yes, he was 31.
2: A hell of a
0: mustache. I
1: think like that. No, a little bit. A little,
0: uh, if I had half the genes for those more. that mustache, I would have yeah. a mustache.
1: Oh. Space Ming's mustache, we were talking about it yesterday. Oh my god. A, that stash is amazing, and B, he has a fucking um, uh, like channel points redemption for him to shave it. I know. And I, I messaged him, and I was like, if anybody ever catches that, and I'm throwing hands and knives.
0: He, he <laughs> talked about it on Stream Once, and it's... Uh, like, the amount that it is, it's like, to get that, he's like, no one's gonna wait that long to obtain that amount of points.
1: It's 10 million.
0: So it would be, like, the amount of time doesn't make sense. But if they, like, bought, because you can, like, buy or something, like, they can pay to do whatever, like, there's another option rather than, like, so he's, like. I would do it for the amount of money it would take for like whatever like so it's like equivalent to a certain amount of money he
1: said he wanted to make it like a channel um like a community thing so it probably he he was thinking about changing it to bits which you do buy
0: yeah. So, yeah yeah exactly so he would uh, the amount of bits it would it equal yeah. to would be yeah. the amount of money he would take to yeah. like just shave it it's
1: so funny though he's like you know like he's like i have really good follicles so it'll grow back like really soon he's like but for two weeks there i'd look like a fucking creep and i was <laughs> like you're like the only person who could shave their mustache and then look like more of a creep <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah he's a kitty ah.
0: there was there was sorry there is like this uh i think it was a tiktok or instagram video or something mm-hmm. of this like there's another a one of the filters that removes your beard. And then this girl was doing it to her boyfriend and he like got back in the car and she was just pointing at it and she was just dying laughing. And she was just like, don't ever like, don't. And she couldn't like just say anything. She just kept like laughing. he's like, what the hell's happening? What's going on? I saw that. And then he was just like getting mad. Cause he's like, I don't understand. Like, what's the joke? He's like, there's something on my face, whatever. And then She like turns it around so he could see. And he's just like, he like freaks out. He's like, He's like, what the fuck? And he just like freaks out because he sees himself with no facial hair. Yeah, it's just, it's so funny because she's just like, don't ever, ever shave that thing. And he's just like, what the fuck? He's like, I look, he's like, I look disgusting. (laughs) He's just like, it's so mad. Right, that was really funny. That was really funny. That was pure joy. I think any video where someone's just laughing the entire time, I can't help but feel joy. Yes. It's
2: like that, like, out-of-breath laughter, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's true, like, That's my favorite. Like, like, I cannot
0: speak because I'm laughing. Like, my body will not allow me to speak right now. And that just, I don't even care what the video is. It's probably not even the funniest video I've ever seen. It's just, it makes me laugh, and it makes me feel so much joy.
1: I used to have a problem of not being able to tell stories because I would start laughing too hard. And you know that picture <laughs> Alright, <already> doing it. <laughs> you know that picture. <laughs> you know that picture of Lindsay Lohan and Corey, and she's like crying, and she's like doing this. Yeah. there is a meme that said when you try telling a funny story, and so it, I used to get people sending that to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: anyway. really good. That's really good. All right, <laughs> back to Triple H. Gosh,
1: y'all, it gets so. Hot in here. I know there are I had the, there's a cam- or there's a computer on me. There's like more shit that's plugged in. It's so I had hot. The AC
0: run, I, it. I had the AC running for like three hours before we started yeah. recording and and it. Just instantly. Immediately just hot. You should leave the
2: windows open so like breeze goes
0: through. so. It's hot today. Sound. And sound. And sound would be bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. yeah So bad idea, dude.
1: Holmes had a habit of getting engaged to women only for his fiancees to suddenly disappear. Um, And he would kill them after controlling or securing the control of their life savings. Other victims were lured there by the offer of employment. And people in the neighborhood eventually reported that they saw many women enter the castle but would never see them exit. Which is like, if, if you're able to notice that because that's how many fucking people are going in and never coming out, that's fucked up.
0: Yeah, and back then people had uh, less things to do and preoccupy their time. So, of course, they were just watching the front of hotels seeing who goes in and goes, oh, yeah.
1: And it's like they were at the World's Fair. There were people watching. So, it's like yeah. they are just fucking there chilling and, like, watching and then.
0: Like, thinking about it now, though, it's like, I don't have fucking time to notice who's going. Like, our building, of course. Like, the buildings that we frequent in and out of, yeah. of course, I, re- like, recognize who goes in and out all the time. Right. But not, like.
2: Yeah, like, hotels was, like, doing people every day. And it's, like, a hotel for, like, the biggest event of the world. Yeah. So I guess that
0: makes sense. Yeah, it's wild to recognize that.
2: There's this
1: really nice guy who lives in our building who I've been in the elevator with twice, and I forgot his name the first time. I'm 99% sure it's Perry, and it's, like, the least Perry-looking person in the world.
2: <laughs> he doesn't look like a platypus? No. Hmm. Or a pink dog. Maybe he just has to put the hat on and then you'll recognize
1: him. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I think that's what it is. Um. Anyway, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, the basement was designed as Holmes' lab, as we kind of discussed. It had a dissecting table, a stretching rack, and mm. a crematory.
0: Like for crackatory. taffy? For for
1: cracking the back.
0: For cracking the back? Can I crack that back?
1: Uh, sometimes he would send the bodies down the chute, dissect them, strip them of the flesh, and sell them as human skeleton models to medical schools. In other cases, he would choose to cremate or place the bodies into pits of acid. So in addition... To all of the profit that he was making from these women and the various ways he was obtaining it, life insurance policies, getting their life savings, all of that really fucking horrible stuff. He was also fucking selling their bodies to medical schools and profiting off of them. Like, I know we already talked about that, but to really drive that point home, I would like to just talk about how fucked up it is.
2: He was all about that cash.
1: I mean, I'm all about that cash, too, but fuck, dude.
2: Would you murder me and stretch me out like lappy tappy?
1: Not you, but I'm not saying I want to just murder someone. I am got not Debbie. That reminds me of being like seven years old in the backseat of my older sister's car. It was a uh, Toyota Corolla, and she would play the, her music so she'd be she's the person who plays her music so loud that it vibrates the whole fucking car. It sounds like I used to think that I would like break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought like, my teeth bing. were going to break. It's horrible. It's
0: a bad noise.
1: So through it all, Holmes traveled throughout the U.S. committing um, insurance scams with his accomplice, Benjamin Pitezzel. So in addition to, like, doing all this work from the home front, he was also traveling around and um, uh, just, you know, being a fraudulent piece of shit. So once the World's Fair had ended, Chicago's economy was in a slump. So Holmes abandoned the castle and focused on his insurance scams, committing random murders along the way to make money. Um, kind of doing the same uh, insurance scams that he was doing where he would claim life insurance on these bodies.
0: He abandoned the castle.
1: He made his way to Texas to live on the land that Minnie had signed over to him when he was Alexander whatever like when she, he was the notary to like sign over the land to
0: Alexander Granville.
1: Yeah, to, to that um, alias of his. So during this time, um, when he was in Texas, Holmes stole horses from Texas and shipped them to St. Louis. And he uh, would sell them, making a fucking fortune. And it was a scam that was so bad, apparently, that this was the one that was his actual downfall. This is what got him caught.
0: Murder, whatever. Horses. I mean. That's
1: where I draw the fucking line, partner.
0: I mean, he's stealing from Texas. Yeah, it's true. And steal horses from Texas. True. It's
1: like stealing angels from God.
0: Yeah. Look what happened to Satan.
1: He didn't, yeah, he uh, well, him. He didn't like steal them. They, whatever.
0: They followed him. I'm sure those horses followed him too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Say, uh, bah, 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 bah. While in jail, Holmes concocted talk, can concocted a new insurance scam with his cellmate, train robber Marion Hedgepeth. This
0: guy knows how to pick him.
1: Holmes said that he would take out an insurance policy for $10,000, fake his own death, and then provide Hedgepeth with $500 in exchange for a lawyer who could help him if any problems arose. So after being let out on bail, he attempted this plan. So basically having his roommate find him a lawyer that would help him, and if he could find him a lawyer and he could successfully pull off the Insurance scam. He would give him five hundred dollars, but this whole plan failed. So instead,
0: I mean, because he offered him five hundred dollars from ten thousand. No, that guy was
1: fine with that. It was just the the plan of actually taking out the insurance money and like um, creating this like huge fraud scam of fucking faking his own death didn't work. But
0: put a little more money behind it, and you find out. If it it worked out, would he
2: just like have to disappear for the rest of his life?
1: No, and I'll tell you why. probably just change
0: his goddamn name. That's true. Say he's somebody else. Also, also.
1: Also. Also. Someone said he decided to fucking attempt a similar plan in Philadelphia. This time, he would have Patezel fake his own death. Patezel was to set himself up as an inventor named B.F. Perry, be killed and disfigured in a lab explosion. And the way that they would get away with the body and everything is that Holmes would get a cadaver to take its like to take the place of the body so that they could collect the insurance money.
0: Did he just kill this dude and disfigure him and take the money?
1: However, during the scam, Holmes actually killed Petzold and collected the money for himself. He chloroformed him and set him on fire.
0: I didn't see that one coming.
1: It's not. It's not the worst. It, it gets worse for Petzold. Well,
2: As you said, uh, worse. His, his first scam like didn't work out. Like when he felt fake's death, like it just like did he not get caught or
1: he did get caught or like whatever yeah. happened. It just yeah, like slap
2: on the wrist or something or just don't do
1: it. again? And he fine. got let out on bail. So it doesn't sound like yeah, he was so like, tried. I yeah. think he just fled to Philadelphia after that. Makes that. Sense.
2: Just, got just it.
1: Left. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he ended up in Peace. Philadelphia got from right. Texas. So after killing Patezel, Holmes told his, Patezel's wife that he was actually just in London doing business. And then he convinced her to give her three of her five kids. He was like, you know, your husband's going to be gone for a while, so I can take care of your kids for you. Can you just give me these three and you can just take those two and it'll like, you know, take a lot of the worry off of you and you can just focus on these kids and I can help you. I can help take some of the load off. But in addition to killing Patel for the insurance money, he also forced... He took the two girls, well, he traveled around with them for a while and then ended up with them in Canada, I think, Toronto. Um, And he forced the two girls, Alice and Nellie, into a large trunk and then drilled a hole in the lid and fed gas into it, killing them as well. And then he buried their naked bodies in the basement of the house they were renting in Toronto.
0: Real piece of shit.
1: They Let's said go. that when they found Nellie, I believe, ninety nine percent sure it was Nellie, uh, her feet were cut off, and it was because she had a club foot, and he they thought that he cut her foot off or her feet off to make sure that she wasn't identifiable as Nellie. But that's kind of a quick way to identify her as Nellie. <laughs> then he fled to Indianapolis and bought drugs at a local pharmacy to kill the boy Howard. He cut him up and burned the remains. His bones and teeth ended up being found in the fireplace of the, homes that, of the home that Holmes was renting in Indianapolis.
2: Also, it's, like, really interesting that someone who's willing to cut someone up will buy drugs to kill him. Yeah. Like, it's an interesting thing.
1: Yeah, you won't stab him or whatever. Yeah. Like- he also... That's, like, a good point. He never... Aside from chloroforming and maybe the abortion one, he never, like killed someone intimately like he never strangled anybody yeah. he didn't stab anybody nothing like that Just he was really it was always from afar it was like the the um gas chambers and stuff like that very yeah. like mm-hmm. impersonal the um having them starve to death and stuff very impersonal
2: Fucking coward. yeah
1: yeah um so mm.
2: in
1: 1894 marion hedgepeth the uh train robber who Excuse me, um, was Holmes' accomplice in the original scam, mm-hmm. um, who was in jail with him, was angry that he did not receive any money in the initial scam. So he told the police about the scam that Holmes had planned with Patezel, or not Patezel, with him. He told the police, like, hey, this guy was trying to fucking run a scam with me for, like, insurance fraud. So the police tracked Holmes, finally catching up to him in Boston, where they arrested him, and they couldn't hold him on the insurance scam because it didn't actually pan out. So they instead held him on the outstanding warrant for the Texas horse swindle. At the time of his arrest, Holmes appeared as if he was prepared to flee the country, and police became suspicious of him. Kelf su fucking freeze Um, Chicago police investigated Holmes Castle, where they discovered his strange and efficient methods for committing torturous murders. The caretaker told police that he was never allowed to clean the second floor. They spent an entire month going through the hotel to collect evidence. They found women's hair, a woman's shoe, a piece of gold chain, which turned out to be uh, Minnie's. Human bones mixed with animal bones, the dissection table covered with blood, and a pile of bloody women's clothes in the basement. Many of the bodies they located were so badly dismembered and decomposed that it was hard for them to determine exactly how many bodies there were. And additionally, there was no way to determine how many bodies had been disposed of in the lime pit. They could only find enough remains to charge him with nine murders, but those could have been the remains from various bodies, but they only had enough remains to put together nine full bodies.
2: Jesus.
1: The police investigation spread through Chicago, Indianapolis, and Toronto. While conducting their investigation in Toronto, police discovered the bodies of the Botezla children. Linking homes to their murders, police arrested him and he was convicted of their murders. Uh, and he also confessed to 28 other murders. However, through the investigation and uh, missing persons reports, it's believed that he is responsible for up to 200 deaths. The media was all over this, and Holmes ended up making hundreds of thousands of dollars just for telling the media stories and lies about his murders and his childhood for attention. So that's, like, where they get, like, the, oh, my God, I was this poor, abused kid. And it's like, no, you fucking weren't. Like, there's no evidence to prove that you were in any way, like, mistreated as a kid. So he even started confessing to murders of people who were still alive. This dumb as dumb bitch. That is what I
0: wrote. He is a dumb as dumb bitch.
1: Dumb as dumb bitch. Um, He first claimed that he was innocent and then claimed to be possessed by the devil. But he was convicted on the murder of Benjamin Patezel and sentenced to death. And uh, thank gosh, Christine looked this up because I was also curious. But uh, I would like you to take a guess at what his final meal was. Keep in mind, it's 18... Ninety six.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the fuck did they. Eat? Uh, I don't. I don't know anything about.
1: Well, we know what foods were just introduced in the World's Fair. Brownies, cream of weed, juicy fruit, Pabst Blue Ribbon.
0: I got it. It was brownies, cream of weed, juicy fruit, and Pabst Blue Ribbon.
1: You're such a cunt.
0: I, I have no idea. Was a PBR involved? No,
1: it was boiled Can eggs, you? dry toast. And coffee.
0: So the opposite of all of the wonderful things that were just introduced. Yeah. Except for coffee. Coffee's good. Coffee's good. I'm sorry, boiled... boiled... But it's
1: prison coffee. It's dry toast. Dry toast. Boiled eggs, dry toast, and coffee.
0: It's like a hard-boiled egg?
1: Yeah. Or soft-boiled.
0: Just boiled. Yeah. What's a soft-boiled egg?
1: You don't boil it for as long, so it's runny in the middle. That's like the way that you do... Like, if you... Watch, like, Call Me By Your Name or whatever, and they have the little egg cups in the back of the spoon, and you just peel it back. Disgusting. Disgusting. Filthy. And it's already in the middle? Yeah.
0: Yep. Pass. No.
1: So, in May of 1896, one of America's first serial killers, H.H. Holmes, was hanged. It took him 15 minutes of twitching and then 20 minutes for him to be pronounced dead. I have a quote from him that said, I was born with the devil in me. I could not help the fact that I was a murderer no more than the poet can help the inspiration to sing. I was born with the evil one standing as my sponsor beside the bed where I was ushered into the world, and he has been with me since. When this piece of motherfucking shit was buried, he asked the city that his coffin be buried in cement 10 feet underground because he was worried that people would dig up his body and dissect it. What he did to people his entire fucking life. And they literally did that for him.
0: He was projecting his whole life.
1: Yeah. He was just. Like, like expressing his
2: fear so that he no bury him. or dig up his buddy and peel it.
0: We got jackhammers now. <laughs> uh,
1: but they Ooh, did they that for him. Dissect motherfucker. <laughs> he, they buried him in cement 10 feet underground. And uh, this is sad, but the caretaker committed suicide shortly after his death. Um, and he was found with a note that said, I couldn't sleep his family said that's, that he was doing really bad beforehand and finally like that's
0: devastating
1: yeah so my last statement is the castle was remodeled as an attraction named the Holmes Forward Castle however it burned to the ground shortly before opening and okay. it is now the Englewood branch of the USPS in Chicago
0: yeah well I hope somebody burned that down because they didn't want it to be a fucking attraction because it's not an attraction yeah
1: so I mean the Lizzie Borden house you know like all people fucking subscribe to that shit all the time
0: yeah yeah that I feel is a little different because that's like a I don't know that's yeah people were murdered there shouldn't be an attraction but it's less of like a person just like you know seducing people into this
1: i think both are bad
0: yeah they're both not great but like one's not like a fucking literally built to murder people let's i don't
1: think we should compare the severity of murder
0: not compare just anyway
1: so fucked up
0: yeah what I was saying is I hope somebody burned it. I hope it was arson. Yeah, and I'm people saying.
1: were like, fuck this. Fuck you for yeah. fucking making this an attraction. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Burn it down. Burn it down. Burn it up.
1: All right. And that is all I have for uh, Dr. HH's fucking piece of shit. Fucking piece of fuck homes. Was Cheers. He really,
0: was he really a doctor?
1: Mm-hmm. I told you, he went to medical school. Medical school school.
0: Yeah, not I mean, he's a doctor.
1: Yeah. Which is like, mm, you botched an abortion even though you're literally a doctor. Who is like very burst on anatomy.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: That's a doctor piece of shit for you.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: All right. Break or do you want to just hop into your story? Well,
0: let's get a break because I need to grab a brew for my boo. Okay. okay. No, it's me. I'm the I'm my boo. It's called self-love, self-care, okay? Get a brew for you, boo. I am you. No, I'm talking to the audience. Um, Yeah, let's take a break. And welcome back to...
2: I'm alright. Fine. Nice, nice. Alright, nice.
0: I'll cheer you, though. I will cheer you. I'm not going to touch your hand. Stop trying to trick me, just trying to touch my hand. Okay. Nice. Are hey, ready for some, what are you doing?
1: Relaxing. Okay. Relaxy taxi. I'm
0: gonna need you to pay attention. I'm gonna need you to engage.
1: <laughs> relaxing cab. It's not relaxy cab. It's relaxing cab. Oh, that is better. Is.
2: <laughs> ready. All right. What's we oh do? tomorrow, I think. Tomorrow? The premiere? Friday. Is
0: it tomorrow? 27? Uh, for Tomorrow's some some 27th. For some reason, I thought it was on a Friday, but maybe it's on a Thursday. Is it on a Thursday? I don't remember. I thought it was on a Friday. Maybe it's like tomorrow midnight. Is it just tomorrow, like, premiere? like maybe. Hold on, back up. I hope the microphone picks up the, the backup <laughs> truck. Sound, uh,
2: I don't remember. It makes sense to be on Friday, but I
0: don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But no it is this week. Yes, I know that much. Um, okay. okay, this is the part of the show where I come with some nonsensical, not as in depth, not as serious, not as anything.
2: Still unnamed,
0: fun <laughs> factual facts for still you. Entitled. Uh, yeah, we're still entitled, but it's okay. It's fun either way. Are you ready? Do you not know, want to know what we're talking about?
1: Do you not do want to know what you're talking about?
0: You, do you not do want to know?
1: Do you not want to know?
0: Do you not do want to know? Okay. Today, our topic is not so much, um, you know, learning about some things, a discovery that I was like, how does this work? Which is usually the format. Um or like what's the origin of this it's today is a little a, something a little bit different okay today we are talking about disappointing mysteries so these are mysteries that were plaguing the minds of individuals and that were solved and were not as delightful
1: like the Houdini episode
0: what about? Hmm. Like oh I like his like his yeah. tricks yeah 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 I mean kind of I mean magic's magic tricks are never as. They're never as exciting but as they'
1: a, a lot of them are clever
0: but but they're never like magic. they're always disappointing if they're not actual magic. oh
1: I don't I totally disagree. I think I, clever do. magic tricks
2: are mm-hmm. really fucking wonderful mm-hmm. I still believe in magic so whenever I get to well I think
0: th- I think they're wonderful like I enjoy magic, but I enjoy being like tricked more than I enjoy like oh my God the per-, like he, he the person's not a magician they're not performing magic they're tricking me. And I enjoy that. I think that's cool. Right. So I think that's not, it's not as like, it's never going to be disappointing where you, if I learned a magic trick, I wouldn't be disappointed. I'd be like, oh, that's really fucking cool. Okay, forget
1: I said that. Go ahead. I feel go like ahead. we're both talking about
0: the same
2: thing. Like, yeah, we like, are. Agreeing. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no. forget that I said we're it, talking go about ahead. It.
0: <laughs> okay, no, 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 what, I, what I'm saying is like, that's like tricking rather than like a mystery. Like we don't like, it's not like, I mean, I guess a magic trick is like a mystery technically to like people, you, we, yeah, it's okay. No, I'm not arguing. I'm just, I'm talking. I'm doing my thing. Um But I feel like these are just like, not all of them are necessarily mystical. They're just like, you know, physical feats and like different things that were like, how the fuck? What the fuck? Sorry to bum you out type of stories. Right, you. All right. So I have four. Question mark? Four. I have four mysteries. Uh, Mystery number one. It's titled, What's in the Vault? Can you guess what's in the vault? Nothing. Nothing. Your, Your answer is also nothing? Yeah. Okay. Let's get into it.
1: You're talking about bank vaults?
0: Not in general. I'm talking about a very specific vault. Yes, it's HH. It's H Holmes. H H H H
2: Holmes.
0: Holmes. Holmes. So let's get into what's in the vault. In 2013, a an an sorry an internet mystery swept Reddit right after Little Lambrophides when a Reddit user bought a former drug house and discovered a huge safe inside, which was more of a vault than a safe. It was like built into the place. It's right. not like a- Like
1: the Ant-Man vault.
0: Yes. Marvel reference, thank you. Um, so within 48 hours from posting the pictures with the caption, how do we get it open? It became the biggest story on the site with 1.6 million people visiting the thread within two days, which I think is a lot.
1: (gasps) Do you do Dear David?
0: No, that's a whole that's a whole thing.
1: Oh, no, it's not. Literally, he came out with a like a very clear, concise, articulate post saying that it was completely fabricated.
0: Okay, but going through the whole thing before you get to the end.
1: Just say Dear David, a guy told a ghost story that was fake.
0: But then you don't get why it's such a big disappointment because you miss the whole story.
1: Well, I was—I'm missing this whole story, basically.
0: I'm telling you the story. I'm literally telling you the story right now. But I wasn't there for all of the action and all this stuff. Whether or not, I wasn't there for Dear David. I still read it and got the whole. It was a
2: good story. Read it. they got it. Nice. Go ahead.
0: Anyway lock experts and professional safe crackers weighed in on the best ways to open the vault. Then, out of nowhere, the original poster abandoned the thread and even moved out of the house without letting anybody know. He literally just never said it was opened, never followed up on it. Didn't. No one found out he moved until m- much later, but he just abandoned the thread, never updated it, never played into it anymore. And then nine months later, on December 23rd, a thread popped up announcing that the vault had been opened. Someone new had bought the house and found out that there were thousands of people wanting to know what was in his basement vault. And what was inside? A huge dick. Dead spider. That's it. How big? Not too big like maybe like this big that's pretty big but like including legs including legs yeah.
2: it's not that big yeah like the actual body was like brown
0: this recluses big. get
1: like this big
2: fuck no they don't yeah they do. do they really they get huge i saw a brown recluse in my room the day the night i lo- we moved out. Yeah. my first house pass yeah i was like i i saw that and i was like i'm out of here
1: i went on a road trip one time out. sorry i'm so sorry i keep interrupting you yeah. I went on a road trip one time and we went to like a rest stop and there was a billboard right outside one of the restrooms. And it said like, like, be careful. There are brown recluses out here. And it showed a reference photo of how big they are. And then it showed what happens when you get bitten by one. Disgusting. And it was like someone's ankle and it was like completely rotted and it was horrible. Anyway, continue.
0: Michael got bitten by one. It was gross. That's
2: horrible. Of course, everything bad happens. Everything bad happens. In. Everything ever. bad happens
0: and Yeah. It, it was disgusting. It was, like on, it was like on his thigh and it you know, just Jesus like was this whole like, part it was just it's like, worse, like huge because, like,
2: you grow up in something California about like, like black widows and then you like I feel like later you find out find out about Robert yeah Jesus, yeah and yeah like, wait hold up you like, find out when and, they uh,
0: bite you and you're like oh yeah. shit there's something worse
2: also like back to like this first story about like just abandoning uh, a safe or a vault whatever yeah and my dad's shop when they moved in he moved in he bought, this, he bought the place and there's like sorry I keep running and um in the very back corner there's like a, it's a two-story building, in the very back corner there's two uh, staircases and in the back corner there's like a really small like a um, uh, little storage area little thing and you go in there and there's shelves built out but behind the shelves there's a room under the staircase and there's like a light switch and you can turn off and on and you can see light turning on and on. And but, you, so, but it's blocked. This block by the shelving that was built in after, before. Yeah. And he's never cared to like know what's in there. What? Like, Dad, you have to go find out. What's this thing? To, post it on Reddit. Yeah, I should. Let's it's going to be a mini Harry Potter. <laughs>
0: let's get this thing popping. A oh, really, slightly bigger spider. <laughs> what if Dobby's in there? And he's
1: still there. That's where he went when he died. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, spoilers.
0: <laughs> but he never died. Don't say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah. Dobby forever. Like, that's something I need to
0: know. Dobby is. Love Dobby's life. <laughs> nope. 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 I don't want to watch that. Um. Alright. The next mystery. Um, which I you you're gonna know where this is going as soon as I tell you about it. But it I titled it the Lemmings Conspiracy. <gasps> dun dun dun. So. Do you know what a lemming is?
1: Yeah, it's uh it's the author of those unfortunate events books.
2: It's a bird.
0: You're both correct.
1: They grow on trees and they're yellow.
0: Jesus Christ, do you really know, know what a lemming is? Or yeah. Are you just So,
1: but uh, both of those jokes were funny.
0: They were really funny. They were really funny. They were really good. Uh, the lemming is a rodent species living in the Arctic, known for its puzzling behavior of allegedly a- Engaging in mass suicide. Oh, do you know what I'm talking about now? Yes. No, you don't know what I'm talking about. I do know. You know what I'm talking it's about. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. They just- so there are these.
1: There are these. just went like this. Yeah. They just.
0: So are these. There these. There's a species, uh, a rodent species, and they have been documented, like, uh, in mass, sort of jumping off a cliff.
1: Maybe they think they can fly.
0: They... Thought
2: wrong. Um, you ever see the animated kiwi video? No. I don't think so. It's so sad. It's so See <laughs> 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 <Until> you later. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, so, the... I'm, supr- I'm so surprised you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, the behavior was popularized by the Disney film White Wilderness, which showed a mass migration of lemmings in which the animals hurled themselves off of a cliff to their deaths.
2: That's where
0: I know it from. Is that really where you know it from? I think that's the footage everyone sees. Yeah, I don't think yeah. i ever watched the actual documentary. No, I never
2: watched I I never... watch it, but yeah, that's the footage I've never seen. Yeah. See.
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, so, the answer to why they would do this is a lot simpler and more, much more disappointing than just like. Can I
2: guess? I have a guess. What's your guess? Is it because the ones in the back kind of push the ones in the front and they kind of just.
1: Or maybe they all run up really fast, and then the ones in the front stop, and then the ones in the yeah. back have
2: to yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah They just like <laughs> kind of just like a accidentally push each
0: other. Almost domino effecty. We'll yeah. go with that. That's a, that's a better answer. That's a better than reality answer. I wish that was the truth.
1: They're like, this is the edge of the world. It's beautiful.
0: And it's not. It's not entirely inaccurate. So. Uh, in 1982, a CBC documentary, *Cruel Camera*, revealed that the footage was faked. Oh, what? It was staged. The-
1: there was just a little landing pad right underneath. <laughs> 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 Do a flip.
0: That would have been nice. Yeah. It's much worse. They pushed
2: him? They pushed.
0: Him. The producers of *White Wilderness* wanted to show that this. Showed this tendency of this animal so badly that they built a set, not even in the Arctic, they built a set to look like the Arctic, imported lemmings, and then forced them off cliffs. They literally just Did sh- that? yes, yes, it's they just that,
2: really? they just
0: shoved these animals off. Yeah, they had the camera crew like just go towards them, so they kept going, and then they died. That's.
1: What? I'm picturing them looking like Finns, so my heart is breaking
2: really it's bad right now. It's devastating. What kind of camera crew would do this?
0: Disney. Yeah,
2: oh, me. yeah. Forgot.
0: Um, forgot. <laughs> fun fact. The fun. Fun. the documentary won an Academy Award for Best Documentary. Classic journey. Um,
1: Listen, if we film it this time every time, my alarm is going to go off at 830 every time. I don't know what to tell you.
0: I think that's what you tell us. Bless you. Thank you. Um, But I did read further. I don't have it in my notes here, but I did read further that they, like, these things do happen with them because they have, like, just large migration movements that, like, um, and it's also documented they, like, they, like, it's, like, the whole thing is, like, they also commit suicide by jumping into the ocean, but it's like part of like their like migration patterns or whatever they they do think really I don't know I don't it's it's a lot they're like sometimes
2: like like capture on camera is like very intensely hard but like forcing it to like
0: be yeah, on camera Yeah they forced it because this was like a it was it was like it predates the documentary where like this was Yeah a thing so they couldn't exactly just capture it happening naturally because it it does happen but it's not as like Drastic or drastic, noticeable, and it's not like, on purpose. Technically, yeah. like it's like they, they're in such large groups that some of them happen to fall off, or like they go in the ocean and some of them happen to drown because they aren't like fit enough to swim like the distance they're swimming, or like the, it's just like things like that where it's like accidental deaths do happen during their migrations, but not at this drastically. And they wanted to demonstrate that and capture it so badly that they react. They reenacted it with live lemmings and just killed them.
1: So you know how Darwinism is really racist,
0: like survival of the fittest type thing. I don't know how it's racist, but yeah, I've never I've never heard yeah. that part, but um, I know what it is.
1: Survival of the fittest doesn't actually apply to humans because we have such a st- substantiated class system that there's. No oh yeah, way yeah, the- yeah,
0: that yeah, that makes sense. Yes.
1: Uh, I haven't. Looked into it further than that enough to know if it's actually, like, inappropriate or, like, not PC to say about animals. That's really fucked up that they just, like, do things that will kill their little friends.
0: Yeah. I mean, but that's that's literally what it is. Like, that's what Darwinism is. It's not... If you don't apply it to humans and apply it to nature, it's, it's about nature, technically, which includes humans in its general...
1: But know, that also has to go with, like, you can't say that about domesticated animals. You can't say that about, like, animals that are have been taken from the wild. You can't say that.
2: I, th- like, yeah, there's,
0: I, th- I like, think generally it has to do with, you know, wild things. Because as we've evolved, obviously, that doesn't ring true anymore. Right. Yeah. For certain species.
1: In a lot of different scenarios and yeah. situations but and I conditions.
0: Yeah. Darwinism itself is that it's it, well, that, yeah, that, mean, it is. that is nature react like it's happening to itself. It's they are migrating. They do these things and some of them aren't fit for the migration. And like and like that's the whole thing, be, I think, became a thing because of they were studying um, the population of flemings and they were sort of like they never overpopulated. So they would drop all like every once in a while. And they were like wondering why, and that's how they found out like a lot of them were dying during these migrations, but that's just like part of their natural cycle um and yeah, just really crazy, but I was always taught like they did it because of overpopulation, like they would overpopulate and then like a bunch of them would sacrifice themselves technically. <laughs> but that's but that's literally i mean that doesn't make that doesn't make any sense why would they wouldn't do that like and that's not what Humans they do. should. <laughs> but, but like, I heard that. And I was like, oh, that's fucking crazy. But I was like, yeah, whatever. And now that I think about it, I'm like, no, why would the, they wouldn't do that? They wouldn't just like go and perform a mass suicide to save. Like, they're not saving anything because they don't care how much they populate. They're like, like, why would they? Why would it matter to them? There are
1: enough resources to sustain those lives.
0: But why wouldn't they just keep like spread like there's like they have no conception of like this is where we have to live like there it's just like they it
1: is they have a natural habitat that they have to remain in.
0: But it can't be that small enough for them to like.
1: They could overpopulate the area in which they occupy. I mean, the area which they occupy.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, they could.
1: I yeah. I think that, like, they would have the... But I
0: don't know if the solution would be let's all run towards this cliff. You know? <laughs> like I don't know, I, I we're get, not
1: lemmings and we can't... Like, run. I get,
0: like, uh, like, what is it? Like, is it gerbils that eat their, like, they're young type of thing? Yeah. Like, I get, like, that makes more sense, like, naturally to me than, hey, y'all want to all, all run towards this cliff? If like, your
1: friends jumped off a bridge... <laughs>
0: Alright, we're spending a lot of time on these lemmings.
1: Would it be because they followed you off of it? It's one of the
0: shorter (laughs) ones. We're getting to the longest one. And then we have one more short one. Oh, geez. Okay. So, do you know... Do I know? What the bloop is? The what? The bloop. Bloop. The bloop. Bloop. I'm going to take that as a no. No. Okay. So... In 1997,
1: dude. Obviously, I don't know what this is. That was way before I was born.
0: But you still can know what it was. I didn't, I just found out what it was. Um,
2: I just found out what it actually was, and I was bummed out.
0: Yeah, he just. This is what. This is actually the topic that sparked this whole section, because I found out what this was. I found out what it was, and then what it actually was. And I was like, well, that's super disappointing. There's got to be other mysteries that were super disappointing. Let's look into them. This is one of them. Um, in 1997, listening stations across the Pacific... The Pacific. The Pacific. Listening stations across the Pacific picked up an extremely loud and strange sound, which became nicknamed the bloop.
2: It was a whale toot. Do you want to hear it? It was something like this.
0: Bloop.
1: It was a whale toot.
0: It's a whale toot. Well, there, oh,
2: well, that <laughs>
0: honestly that would have been way cooler um, <laughs> it's a big ass well it's a nice dump truck ass um, the listening stations are meant to detect underwater volcanoes along the coast of South America underwater at these depths sound is pushed back down instead of being scattered so sounds can be captured after traveling thousands of kilometers so as like on land sound just goes out underwater, it doesn't do that. So um, these listening stations are sort of sparsed out across the coast, very deep underwater, and they can capture sounds from all over. And
1: they all captured
0: it? So yes. And each sound that's captured by these stations has like very unique characteristics, so they know what these sounds are. So when when any of these stations capture a sound, like, oh, this is this. It's translated. Yeah, like this is what happened. Um, this is what made that sound, basically. And this one was, like, different. It was like, we don't know what this sound is, basically. Oh, whale two. whale two. Um And most organic sounds don't tend to be very loud. Uh-huh. The bloop was one of the loudest sounds ever picked up on one of these recordings. Was
1: it a fish going like...
0: Yes. It was a
2: megalodon. They exist!
0: It was a Megalopoop. Um It was so loud, in fact, that every listening station... 5,000 kilometers apart picked it up. So every station within 5,000 kilometers picked it up.
1: I'm so ready to be disappointed about what it is. It's loud.
0: That's that's very loud. That's incredibly loud. That's like...
1: Sorry. It's a whale fart.
0: It's a whale fart. (laughs) You got backed up. Um... Scientists had no idea what made this noise, except that it was not man-made.
1: What happened was?
0: What happened was he
1: farted, and it made a big bubble because he's underwater, and <sighs> then the bubble popped, and that That's was the blue. Was.
0: That was what it was. Yeah, you nailed it. Thank you. I wish you were on Reddit next the right back then. <laughs> next next,
2: <is laughs> next, the next one.
0: Next one. We solved it. Um, so, the recording was released to the public, and this is where the mystery really got started. Um, Everyone began speculating about what was making the sound and the public sort of fucking lost their minds over, over.
1: Was it them? And was it just like it was interference?
0: No. Okay. You can keep guessing the entire time. Though. No, it's fine. I just want to know. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what it was. Like I said, this is a longer one. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, just to build the story, really. The ending is
2: what year did obviously what, disappointing. What you did, it, what you happened what happened in
0: 1997? Yeah. Um, and I'm going to need you to. Um, I could look it up maybe.
2: No, I
1: can. Let's do it.
0: I need you to look up how to pronounce this word. Okay. I, what is it? Spell it. Uh, I'll get there and then I'll, I'll spell it for you. So, uh, as the public went nuts, um, <laughs> researchers sort of tried to calm the waters um, by saying, that
1: it was well too
0: scientifically the bloop was organic in nature. What the public heard was organic. That must mean animal. They didn't mean that. They meant just it was naturally occurring, basically.
1: Ooh, it was an earth toot.
0: And the public was like, "Oh, it's a fucking animal." Got it. So theory number one. Right, done. Spell this and then tell me how it's pronounced. C T H U. L. Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Is that how it's spelled? Yeah. How do pronounce that. Yeah. I never knew how it was pronounced. I always saw it. and I was like, man, that's whatever. Fucking Cthulhu. That's that's the theory number one because in H.P. Lovecraft, H.P. Lovecraft's, I Lovecraft's I I book, The Call of the Cthulhu, Call of the Call of Cthulhu, the Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, it mentions the creature emerging in the area of Riley. I think it's Riley. R apostrophe Y L E H. Riley, Riley ryle riley riley yeah whatever whatever it was Ryla, Ryla, maybe well that's where the book mentions the creature emerging okay which what happens to be 1500 kilometers away from where the sound was picked up so it's in the same region everyone was like we got it Facts. facts um debunked because it's a fictional creature that does not exist (laughs) Just, that's not a debunk. No, I don't take it. <laughs> it literally just doesn't exist. They're just like, the, no, that's not it. That's, I don't buy it. It ain't it. It, it might be so. I still kept called it. Cap called
1: it any. It ain't. It ain't.
0: Uh, theory number two is a whale or a group of whales. Tootin', scootin'.
1: Lootin'. Lootin'. Cutie patootin'.
0: Lootin' and shootin'. Um, but, in fact, whales aren't loud enough to reach that far. And the hype, The this is where a lot of the- okay, whales we know
2: about.
0: This is what, where, uh, well, like I said, when the when the recording was released, this is where like the, the mystery really started because the recording that was released was sixteen times sped up. So think about some, you hear something fucking three times the speed, we sound like chipmunks. So they heard this sound sixteen times sped up. It sounded completely different than what it naturally sounded like underwater.
2: I didn't
0: know that. So. That's where a major source of the confusion was because we heard like a bloop, like we hear like a bloop sound. That's when what I heard. That's,
2: that's so just, that's that sped up.
0: When in reality, it's basically a rumble.
2: God.
0: Like at a normal speed, it's just literally, like a rumble, basically, just a really unique rumble that they hadn't heard before. Let's but then, get ready to
1: rumble.
0: Exactly. Theory <laughs> number three was that it was an earthquake. It was. A, it wasn't really an earthquake. No. In fact, ten years later, after the loop was first heard, the mystery was found out to be an ice shelf cracking as it prepared to break off of Antarctica.
1: Okay, that's that's fucking sick. That's not disappointing to me at all.
2: That's so do you, do you rather
0: after theorizing the after theorizing for a decade that it's like all these different things and then you're just like, no, it's just ice
2: breaking. People no. are like, "Oh, it's a fucking
0: demon of the ocean." No. Yeah, nah, it's iceberg. You no, know, I think no, iceberg. that's not disappointing to me. That's that's. I mean, it's not disappointing to you because honestly, because you thought about it for for the last two minutes.
1: It's irritating though. people
0: thought about it for ten years
1: that they didn't figure it out for ten years. That's irritating.
0: So, to me. so yeah, that this was the public though. <laughs> yeah, we'd be dumb. <laughs> it's an ice quake, I, which is what the scientists thought it was all along. So they were, which is like, goes back to the point where they were like, this is organic in nature. They're like, no, it's not anything crazy. It's just something we haven't heard before. Everyone was like, nah, fucking monsters. It's gotta be monsters. And then 10 years went by and they are like, it's a fucking quake. It's ice.
2: People want monsters for so much. So all of a sudden there's like actual proof that aliens exist and be like, eh, whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, scientists were like, it's, it's going to be something that's not that crazy. But <laughs> yeah, so in the scientific community, no one was like disappointed. But in the public,
2: that were maybe they waited to announce it, just maybe they knew like five years ago. Yeah, they were yeah, like, they was, like they were like let's fuck with people. Let's just like no no no. no. I mean, like, let's
1: wait till like, it dies out. Let's wait till yeah, people kind of don't care exactly, about it
2: anymore.
0: Got it. Got it. Got it. By got the way,
2: way, you remember that thing ten years
0: ago? <sighs> by the way, got it. So that's that's the bloop. Um. <laughs>
2: I still uh, think it's a Megalodon Cthulhu. Yeah, probably. Hybrid. Hybrid. Baby. Baby.
1: Cthulhu Megalodon. <laughs> Is that what it sounded like?
0: Yes. Actually, Um Our next and final dis- disappointing mystery the bloop. They, they googled the bloop and got the image that comes up when you google the bloop and it's God. just a big okay. fish with its mouth open. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Are you going to listen to the bloop? I want to listen to the bloop. Okay, we're going to listen to the bloop. You got to play it for the audience though. Because I'm not going gonna...
2: to. Unforgettable vacation. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's that was heard like thousands of kilometers.
0: Yeah, it was heard. Yeah, five thousand kilometers apart.
2: It It was through the ocean. Yeah. How many miles is that? I
0: have no idea. I don't know. Google that. (laughs) No. Okay.
1: It's a lot of it's a lot of distance.
0: Yeah, it's it's a huge distance. Um, I mean, think about five thousand inches. That'd be pretty impressive for it to be. (laughs) (laughs) What? You you, was like a dick joke. Yeah, I thought so. Um, so, our final one is titled Stonehenge on Easy Mode. Can you guess what we're going to talk about?
1: Stonehenge Light.
0: Stonehenge. Thank you, Sergio. Um, we're talking about actual Stonehenge. But, um, you know, the mystery behind how it was constructed all these years ago, how people could lift such big, heavy stones and all that stuff.
2: Oh, yeah. actually do know this
0: um
1: They lifted with their legs.
0: Actually, lifted with their butts. Their dump truck asses.
2: <laughs> I, don't uh, I don't remember working there, but okay. So after all
0: this, you know, speculation of you know and theories of like supernatural and all these, you know, different things. Like, how could they do it? This motherfucker. Named Wally Wallington. Yeah, it's a real name. It's a real man.
1: Have you ever tried to pronounce willy-nilly but the full name?
0: What is the full name?
1: Wilson Nilsen.
0: Wilson Nilsen? Have you ever tried to pronounce it?
1: That's it. That's all I wanted. Have you ever said it out loud? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is really short sure for Wilson? Yeah. Why not William?
1: William Nilliam? Yeah. For <laughs> Sure. <laughs>
0: Or if it's William Nielsen? Or Wilson. It's not fun that way. You're ruining it. Or uh, Wilson You're literally ruining Wilson it. Wilson Nielsen. You're ruining,
1: ruining it. Well, uh, Wilson him. You're,
0: You're mean. You're a mean person. I've
1: always thought that
0: about myself. I'm thinking about that you about that about you now. Um
1: I'm also thinking about it mean now. I mean thinking about myself now. I'm thinking about myself right now.
0: I'm gonna go into the rest of this. Do it. Um so Wally Wallington out of Michigan proved just how easy it could be. No. He utilized the law laws of physics to to move huge slabs of his own, and he built his own Stonehenge all by himself using primitive. Tools I'm picturing and... Dad
1: Bod also.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. Um, he built his own Stonehenge.
2: Are there videos in Stonehenge? Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Google them just- on YouTube. He literally, there's videos of him doing, he, he, he built his own his name? Wally Wallington.
2: It's how the pyramids made, aliens.
0: I'm going to finish this before we get into
1: that. Oh my God.
0: Um, and if that's not enough, just to prove it, just to prove himself, he moved a 20 ton barn all by himself using similar techniques. So he's like, I built this, but also... I can move this fucking building over here.
1: So then, how has he not built a pyramid?
0: <laughs> I mean, if you're good at something, never do it for free. It's true. Joker. Joker, Joker. I barely know her. And those are the disappointing mysteries.
1: I am astounded the at day. the last two. I'm actually very excited about the last two.
0: Pretty cool, right? Yeah. That's all I got. That's a wrap.
1: That's her wrap.
0: That's her wrap. Chicken wrap. Chicken wrap. Chicken Caesar wrap. Chicken Caesar wrap. That's all we got. Okay. You wanna you wanna walk us out?
1: Love to. We are Misfits and Tidbits. Thank you so much for sticking around for this episode. If you would like to have a little bit more of us, we are on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Misfits. Misfits. Why do I always put a T in there? Misfits and Tidbits, the letter N. And uh, you can go to our website at mntpodcast.com. You can find our contact information there. Um, It's just our email, which is hello at mntpodcast.com. If you have an iPhone, it would be really awesome if you went to the podcast app and gave us a little write, review, subscribe kind of situation there or anywhere that you're listening. Really, um, it does help us out a lot. It's super appreciated. And uh, if you have any feedback, comments, questions, concerns, feel free to email us at that hello at mntpodcast.com email. And we cannot wait to see you next week.
0: I can wait. I don't need to see you that quickly. Give me some space, please. See you then. Love you. Goodbye
1: catch new episodes of misfits and tidbits every monday me